Chug Nasty. This is Whitman. And that must mean one thing. You're listening to Romero Pictures. Heavy Metal Indie Brigade uh, presents Nasty Nation's Graveyard Talk. Am I just short that just a graveyard talk? I don't know. Yeah, man. But we're back. It's been a minute. Uh, Schedules have been crazy. We've had to deal with ice and snow and cold and shit. So being able to uh, do a graveyard talk has been... uh, it's been a while. When, when, how how many weeks has it been since we we did one? Uh, it's been idea? a minute. I can't remember the last one we did. Uh, it's been a minute. It's before the ice storm hit, so yeah, yeah, two or three weeks. I wanted to do one, but then that was like right when the ice storm was going to hit, yeah. like the next day. Yeah, and I wasn't really aware of how bad that was going to be. Yeah kind of sucked folks yeah no, I'd be in my house for a week so for you assholes that are like sitting easy in like Cali or all these other warm places right now well, I don't know man like uh, Texas got as that is true dude, so I don't know if there is warm places right now but ah, weird shit weird shit yeah but anyway the important thing is we're here now uh, and this episode 
was spawned from something else. Uh, there was that uh, Richard Ramirez documentary that was on net that's on Netflix, Night Stalker. I talked about it a little bit on an Asty Nation episode, and I said that we would probably do uh, further serial killer killer talk on a further episode, and we hadn't got a chance to do it yet, so uh, we decided that we were going to talk about serial killers and such this evening or whatever. Uh, pretty much just picking. We went through and really thought about it. Uh, we each chose three of the most intriguing to us, I guess. Uh, so you could say favorites. I so guess. It's to saying it, but you know, I'm kind of weird about I, saying favorites. Just I don't know, man. I just left the, the Museum of Death in New Orleans, so it's like I can say favorites. These are my three favorite serial killers. Yeah, yeah. Now there is some there is some debate on on some of these. Like I said, Whitman he did three, and I did three. We've talked a little bit about about some, some things, uh, so this should be an interesting one. Um, is there anything you want to say before we get into this? No, man. It's just Pick your one. Hit it. All right. So first, um, I wanted to say that, that I didn't want to just choose, I don't think either one of us wanted to just choose uh, a lot of the serial killers that you may have, uh, you hear all the time. Yeah, because I mean, everybody has, has seen movies or seen a lot of documentaries about uh, Dahmer, uh, Gacy, you know, Ted Bundy, the, you know, Netflix has done specials and Hulu's, have, you know, done the specials. Right, yeah. And, like, uh, you know, so I at least tried to veer off of the ones that are super well known. I mean, yeah, I mean, you, you're gonna, you're, you probably know some of these names. Yeah, some of these you probably definitely. you may not, but there's some interesting like characters, nonetheless, of yeah. all of them. So we'll yeah, go ahead. Got some uh, definitely a little different weirdness to them. Yeah, yeah, all of them. I think that we've picked. So yeah. Now uh, keep in mind, we are talking about serial killers. Uh, so this, this, this talk, if you're if you ever listen to us at all, we don't, we don't, we don't shy away from some of the gory aspects and stuff. So we're going to talk about some pretty fucked up shit probably. So uh, prepare yourself. Uh, so let's just get right into it. Yeah, man. Uh, so with that being said about everything, I think the first one we should talk about was actually on your list. I think so. I think, I think we should go ahead and get him out of the way. Because there's he's killed the least amount of people. The least amount of people. Okay, is that what we're going with? It has such a big lore uh, to his name. Okay, well we'll get right. All right, so my and he's he's one of my he's my favorite maybe of all of them. Uh, Ed Gein is uh, my first pick, and he's he's only killed uh, two people. I think it was. Yeah, two two people and mutilated <clears throat> fifteen corpses. Right, so he's actually more well known as being like a grave digger, a grave robber, a ghoul. A, basically, yeah, a ghoul, just stealing bodies and would do stuff. He's uh, who Leatherface is based on, also Buffalo Bill from Silence of the Lambs. You know, both those characters are based. Norman Bates. Norman Bates, yeah, because he had an obsession and a weird thing with his mom. But uh, he's the one he would cut bodies up, make vests out of their skin. He made uh, a drum. nipple belt. He made a belt out of uh, nipples. He made a, a drum out of uh, flesh. Well, yeah, skin stretched over like a coffee can. You know, I mean, he, he made. I mean, he honestly was. Uh, what's the word for 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 somebody who just like come up with shit? Like, I guess he was just really handy, whatever. Because he's a, he's a craftsman. He made. He was a craftsman. He made bowls out of the skull. You I mean, know? and so it's like he's he's resourceful. Resourceful. He's a word. resourceful. Well, okay, so his uh, he was born August twenty uh, seventh, nineteen oh six. 
and he died uh, July 26, 1984. So, I mean, he lived during a rough time when things were, you know, I mean, it's like if you, you grew up 1906. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, I mean, he, he came from a, a pretty abusive background. His mom was not the nicest. Yeah. His dad died, I think, when he was young. Yeah. It was him and his brother and his mom. Yeah. And then they lived in like a little farming town, but they lived out in the boondocks and it was just like, I mean, they just farmed and it was just, you know, rough stuff, but it's just like. Yeah. There was a, a weird obsession that he had with his mom. For those that aren't familiar here, uh, he, eventually his brother was killed Yeah, and it was speculated on who killed him. Yeah. And, um, and then when his mom died. It was just him, and everybody knew him. Like, yeah, it was a little town. small town, like you know, uh, where everybody everybody knows everybody. Yeah. So no one ever really thought of anything, um, and they didn't realize that the the nice little quiet kind of slow kind of guy. Yeah, he looks like somebody's grandpa or like your uh, you know Uncle Ed or something. He you know? he just he always he actually always kind of reminded me of like the neighbor that was actually always nice. Everybody you know he, he you know. Maybe wasn't like as smart as everybody else or whatever, but he was always nice. Yeah. So it makes it even more terrifying knowing that what he did, because like when he was home just ghouling out, fucking wearing somebody else's face and like beating on the drum, doing voodoo rituals and stuff, you know. And yeah. Just like putting on his farmer jacket and going into town and getting a beer like the next day. Yeah. Oh hey. hey. <laughs> like what, what? Like there was like a whole thing where uh, one of the cops or whatever uh, or somebody that was around that time had said that. Somebody had asked him if he had seen one of the women that, that, that was missing. Yeah. And he's like, oh, she's up in my barn. And they're like, ah, oh, you're so funny. Right. And then they find her hanging upside down with her head cut off yeah. and cut up like a deer. Cut her like a pig, you know. Yeah. Like oh, yeah, yeah. Like field dressed an animal, you know. Like, mm-hmm. he, he learned that stuff from his brother. You know, like, you would go hunting or you have a pig slaughtered or whatever. So he knew, like, how to field dress a body. Yeah. And it had the means in his barn, like a chain hoist and different things to, to do such things. So it's like, he doesn't need anybody's help or he doesn't, I don't know. It's like, you can just drag a body out of the grave and do whatever. You have all the tools, you have your farm, you know, it's a, uh, I don't know. Yeah. It's like if he was smarter, he would have been the perfect supervillain. Oh, completely. You know? Yeah. He, uh. He was, he, he was, I don't know, he's just, he's a very interesting character. Now, the, the weird thing is, though, is at that time period, the word serial killer, uh, the term serial killer wasn't even a thing. Right. And he really wasn't, like, it's like he was, but he wasn't. Because, like, he did, he did only kill, he, he killed two people. Yeah, I figured technically serial means in succession or whatever, so you've killed more than one person. So that's so why it's on that's my the, list, you know. That's the technicality like, of that. So right. I, I can go with that. You know, it's like if you kill more than one person, well, yeah, you're a serial killer. You're not just yeah. And you know, and but did he did he really have? I mean, his motive was building shit. I was just like, what just, is his motive? What do you like, know, say his motive is? Yeah, because he would like try to bring stuff back from the. There's all these like weird reports of like what they found in his house and like these books on like magic stuff, like voodoo writings and these old yeah. stories of stuff and just like piles of books and just bones and teeth and you know evidence he was trying to do some of these like weird rituals and stuff and it's just like it's like well what is your motive man like like what you know he had that big calder and shit or whatever like, that's what i'm saying he's like cooking stuff he's maybe what what you shit. know like what 
They don't ever go to the aspect. They never talk about that. That's because, what I'm saying because there wasn't a lot of, you know, there wasn't like writings on the floor of like these, like a weird ritual or whatever. But I mean, there was just weird evidence of like stuff and yeah, a lot of circumstantial shit. What's like, what was Edgeen up to? Like in his brain, what what was he doing? Besides just, because he wasn't just digging a body up and just like desecrating it or cutting it up. Mm-hmm. And so with, like he had some weird idea behind it you know he's making drums yeah. and suits out of their skin and like yeah. wearing them it's like you had some weird process going on yeah but nobody really nobody thought nobody like, really knows how to get in there and he's dead now so it's like i don't know man it's like he's just really interesting to me he always has been completely and also another, another fun little fact is like um he actually used to watch a few people's kids yeah in the day yeah like could you imagine the shock they had after he yeah, was arrested right. There's like, a oh. there's a movie that they actually did a pretty good portrayal of him. Gein? Uh, yeah. Is that what it's called? I think so. Or it might be just Ed Gein. I can't remember. But Whatever. It's a good... I don't know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, the dude plays him well and looks like him and just... You know, and he's sitting on the front porch with this guy's son, you know, that he kind of like babysits. Yeah. It's yeah. almost like a sling blade kind of thing. Yeah. You yeah. know? And they rest him like, what? Yeah, that actually was a really good movie. And the same guy that played Ed Gein also played Charles Manson in Helter Skelter. I haven't seen that. The old, the old uh, 70s, 70s or 80s. Oh, yeah, the, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah so I thought that was kind of interesting, yeah. actually. Because uh, I, I was like, really? And then I got to looking at it, and I was like, fucking right it yeah. is. Okay. He's been in a couple other things, too, but I can't remember, uh, can't remember his name right now. Yeah, so that's Ed Gein. Yeah. Uh, I guess... I guess my, my first choice, I guess, would, uh, like I said, we're going with different ones, uh, trying to think of not the usuals. And one thing that I always thought was really interesting, cannibals. Yeah. Man, you've talked about this before. And cannibals, is it's a pretty interesting thing. I mean. Well, to eat your own kind is, is <coughs> weird, man. In the animal kingdom, yeah, it happens. Does it happen often? No. Yeah. You know, so there's always usually some anomaly, like. If a mom eats her cubs or whatever, it's because they were sick or they were already, she, you know, there's like always some weird reason why you would eat your own kind. Right. You know, you don't just go eat, you know, we go eat chicken. We don't just go kill somebody else and eat. Like it's not in our society. It's not a thing the human brain does. So, or any animal for that matter, too much. Yeah. You know, yeah, it happens like I said, but it's not the norm. So anything that eats its own is already an anomaly just in in the world, like in the species. Yeah. So, um, but it's even more interesting when you find out that this guy, uh, his name is, uh, Joe, the cannibal methany, I guess is the way you say his name. He was a, a drug trafficker, uh, cocaine and meth and stuff. But he also, um, he killed like about up to 13 people, they think. And, he, he strangled him. He uh, used an axe a couple of times, suffocation. But he also uh, was putting it in the meat. Uh, he was putting a human meat in with these burgers he was making for this right. restaurant or whatever he was working at. And uh, that that that's that to me is kind of interesting. I well, actually almost wrote, wrote a story based around this this fucking cat. There's another guy. He didn't make my list because I couldn't remember his name exactly and I didn't have time before I got here, but uh, Fritz Harmon. Have you heard of this guy? Fritz Harmon. Or Herman? Uh, maybe. The name is just familiar. Okay, because he's like an older, I can't remember what 
what time frame. Um, but he did the same thing. He would kill these people, sell their clothes and the stuff that he would find to this thrift store, and then put the meat in his uh, deli as burger or as, uh, you know, chopped meat or whatever. So he was kind of doing the same thing, but this is a look, we need to look up Fritz Harmon. He may be on a future show. But, All right. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have, we'll have him on one time. Well, you know, <laughs> I was trying to think of ones that were here in the, the U S yeah. Or at least, uh, you know, Oh yeah. But he's either German or Swedish. I can't remember. Um, yeah. Uh, he, he was known as the cannibal and he also went by tiny in his early years. He was a very large man. I never trust anybody that goes by tiny. Uh, he was a, a large dude um, covered in tattoos. Um, he was born in 1955 and he died in, looks like, 2017. Um, I think I remember missed. hearing about that. Yeah, I think I think just I missed him. But it, just, it was weird because like, I actually, like, I didn't know who he was until all the time that I heard about he died. Right. I was like, who was this guy? It was like he was he was the burger killer guy. Like it's like what the fuck? I mean, he got lucky they didn't call him like the the hamburg like burger killer or something. He got the cannibal. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's like all right, cool. Yeah. You, 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 he looked like a fucking wrestler, and he even had the wrestling name right. to go with it. Um, but yeah, I just I found that interesting. Anything with done with the with cannibals, it's a uh, it's kind of interesting. And also the the whole axe thing took an axe to a homeless guy and. Uh, I think it said he put a plastic bag over a prostitute's head. Yeah. And her body, he ended up throwing her body in, um, uh, next to a building or some shit, um, where she usually worked or something. And her body stayed there for like two years. Like, you know, pretty fucking brutal. Right. <laughs> um, oh. but yeah, that, uh, that's that guy. So one thing I forgot, we can't, yeah. I don't know. We can't rate these guys on tombstones. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, think about that one. Uh, but we forgot to say how they died if they're dead. Mm. So uh, Gein, uh, he died of old age, respiratory failure uh, in a uh, in prison. So heart attack. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure that um, I think all, all, all the cannibal. I think he he just had like a heart attack or something too. Just prison. Uh, I mean, just normal yeah. prison life. Yeah, getting that heart attack up when you're old. I guess. Yeah, that happens. Right? I mean, it's probably how I'm going to go, so I get it. Uh, it's, yeah. <laughs> right? It's my family. Um, that's a little too serious of a topic. Let's get back to the other shit. Um, well, I was but, just thinking, I was like, well, we can't rate them. We at least yeah. got to tell how they die or, or something about it. So, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> give them two and a half tombstones. like, what the hell? You can't do that. I mean, you can't give one to the bad guys too much. All right. All right. Yeah, next. no, definitely. Yeah, next. All right, I'm going to get this guy. All right, he's debatable to, to this man Chuck over here, but he's te- he has killed a lot of folks, so he's on my list. Uh, Richard Kuklinski. Yeah. Uh, this guy's known as the Iceman. Mm-hmm. There's a, a movie called The Iceman with uh, Michael Shannon in it. Damn good movie. Uh, he's from Kentucky. Shout out to Michael Shannon. Yeah, he's and, been uh, He played him. Awesome. It's a good flick. Uh, check that out. If you don't even know who Richard Kuklinski is, uh, but the w- reason why he's debatable, um, this guy's from uh, April April eleventh, nineteen thirty five, to uh, March two thousand six, and uh, died in, died in prison also from a uh, heart attack, maybe. Yeah, which which we'll, we'll, we'll yeah, get into right. that. In so yeah, okay. The reason why he's debatable is because he killed people for the mob. He was a hitman, but the way that he did it, 
and he was so good at it. <sighs> to me, that makes him a serial killer. It's like the Red Dragon effect. Like, he killed so many people that he became really good at it. Right. So it's like, I don't think he would have achieved a level of, like, like gangster, uh, you know, street cred or whatever that he did without being a serial killer. You know, it's <sighs> like... See, all right, because like I, I'm, I'm like you, like he's on my, you know, I mean, you're the one that got me into it. Yeah, I'm, I brought this guy a documentary. He didn't know who he was, and I was like, "You'll love this fucking guy." And I went to the same dollar store and bought the, bought the copy of it. <laughs> yeah. Watched it over like a thousand times. Yeah, I found it at the dollar store, Richard Kuklinski, because I'd seen him and knew who he was, and I was like, "Holy shit!" And just you know, bought that documentary immediately. And it's the coolest fucking interviews too. Right, and it's just like he is so. That's why he's called the Ice Man for two reasons. He uh, put somebody actually in ice and then would take them somewhere else. So the body would decompose at different temperatures and like to throw off people. If they found them when he, when they finally found some of these bodies on ice at yeah. the wrong time, like they would find them in the middle of the park or whatever on a spring day covered in ice. So they started calling this guy, the ice man. And then he keeps the name because of all these documentaries. And he is so calculating and cold that they just like, he's the ice man. He is just, He's a machine. Yeah. You know. The way he talks, like, in, in the interviews and shit about things. I mean, Kuklinski grew up uh, in an abusive household as well. Yeah, terrible. Uh, his mom Beating and his dad both. And shit yeah, they were, they, were bad, they were bad alcoholics. Yeah. Um, and him and his brother got a lot of the brunt of it, but he, I think he got it actually worse than his brother. And I remember that one documentary, man. He talks about his mom taking a broomstick to him. Mm-hmm. Foot broke. Like, Damn. Yeah. You know, it's, whew. But I mean, he was a big motherfucker, too. Even from a young age, he's a big guy. He was like 6'5 or something. And he's a big stout dude, too. He's like, I mean, he's a monster. He would fucking so. strangle people by lifting them up over his back. Over his back. Like, oh, my God. Dude. Like, like, you got to think how tall you are and how strong you are to wrap a cord around somebody and then throw them over your back yeah. to strangle them. What? Yeah. Like, <laughs> holy shit. We, uh, in, in, in Bastard Sons, our first release was a little tape that is out of print now uh, called Genesis. It was a whole noise thing. And we used chunks of that interview in there. And uh, man, if you, if you don't know, if you don't, if you, if you, if you have an interest, I got uh, uh, Jupiter in to this guy too. And uh, same documentary. I was like, you like serial killers, you're interested in cult stuff. I was like, check this guy if you've never seen him. And uh, same thing to anybody out there. If you've got an interest or like a weird fascination, Serial killers or like criminal mind type of stuff or, or even like just for this guy in particular, just like gangster shit. Yeah. You know, if you want some old school, just like hard, crazy gangster shit, look up Kuklinski. I mean, it's, he's good fella shit. Oh yeah. I mean, there's he, his, and going, going back to how he died. Uh, and how yeah. Well, wow, yeah, that's yeah, weird. Yeah. Wow. That's a maybe. Because he, uh, <laughs> he used cyanide. A lot. A lot. It was his... Get a little, little swishy. Yeah. Put it in there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Look I at mean, the documentary. That'll make sense. Yeah, which you can find You can find out most of that, I yeah. think, on YouTube. Yeah. Um, and you, It was originally... Well, the documentary is an HBO release. Yeah. So it's... I mean, it's on the internet somewhere. Because there's like... On the DVD, there's like fucking three. three. Yeah. Yeah. And, it's, and you can watch them just all in a row and not yeah. even like have to skip. Because there's like... It's so many... It's, it's, it's great, honestly. If you're into this kind of weird shit... Yeah, or, you know, documentaries, like I said, or weird psychology even. Yeah. Um, you know, because I brought up this dude in my psychology class when I was in college. That's when I found this dude. And 
you know, my my criminal psychology teacher was just like, what? You know, yeah. he knew who he was, but it's just like, we watched a little piece of that documentary, and he was just like, that dude is, he's a monster. You know, an absolute monster. I mean, if you, if you like, he talks about how he, he, he would kill the cats yeah. in the alleys uh, growing up. See, that's what I'm saying. That's the serial killer part, because he starts out like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. You're you're killing things. You're... Because he always said that's like a sign, you know? It was like... Yeah. Like, you, know. you know, so it's like the perfect mesh of, of like abusive upbringing, terrible home with a fucked up brain. Yeah. All that together just yeah. you know, made this dude a... I mean, a monster. He, but he also, like, he, uh, he also, in one of the interviews on, on those things, he, uh, Talks about his brother pretty hatefully. Yeah, uh, his brother actually was a killer too. Uh, he meets him in jail. He, yeah, yeah. He actually uh, he talks about how the last time he saw him at that point, and he seen you know he sees him walk by on occasions, and that's it. They don't right. ever talk or nothing because his brother's in jail or was. I don't know if he's dead now or not. I'd say he probably is. Uh, he killed a little girl. He yeah. raped her and killed her. And a guy named the Iceman actually had he was he, that was he had actually a moral. He didn't want to kill women. He didn't want to kill children. Yeah. That was his whole... That was his thing. No women, no kids. Yeah. And he actually ended up killing... From what the movie said, I don't know about how factual it is, but from the movie's uh, standpoint, uh, that's the reason why his buddy, the ice cream man, because uh, he got into There's a some... whole killing business pretty much with a couple of guys. Yeah, I mean... And this one guy, he killed this another girl. Another hired killer. Yeah, and he had no problem killing this guy after being like friends with him for so long yeah. all this stuff. He didn't. He didn't have a problem killing anybody, but like, he somehow ended up, you know, with a wife and well, because he could. That's why I, I think he's like a machine man. He could completely turn it off. Yeah, because he had a wife and two daughters. Yeah, right. He has a whole family. That's the only time in the documentary where you see him about cry. Yeah, because he took care of them. He loved them. Whatever love he could manifest was directed at just those three people. Yeah, wife, two kids. Everybody else is just meat for the grinder, man. It's like, who cares? I don't care about anything else but these three people and my money. Yeah. That's the only thing in the world. And he could just flip that shit on and off, man. And it's like, I don't know. It's weird. He became one of the uh, most sought after hitmen. Yeah. Well, he worked, like, yeah. He worked for he so just, many different models. Like, because he, he, was, he wasn't a part of any family. He was, right. He was just a he was a hitman. He was a hired outside source. Yeah. You know. And his his wife, he didn't tell her like she didn't ask questions. He didn't you know. He said he's got to go. He's got to go. He's got business. He wore business suits. Yeah. You know. And she just was like whatever. You know. It's okay. I mean, he was pretty. He was pretty fucking ruthless. I mean, uh, the only time that I can think about that on the documentaries that I heard, where he was like. It wasn't a, a money kill, uh, or he wasn't being told to do it. Was when he was testing out the crossbow, and he shot the guy when he was when he was walking yeah. his dog. It's not funny. I don't know why that's funny to me, but it's just like I, I don't know. Like, it's it, like how can you? You're so good at killing, you accidentally kill somebody and get away with it. Yeah, Oops. you shoot somebody with a crossbow like in a park. Yeah, and nothing is ever found about it. What the fuck? Like, how is that a thing? But he ended up, Richard Kuklinski, folks. Yeah, he got he got caught because he got sloppy, and another guy who was supposedly a hitman uh, who was an undercover cop 
Just have it, yeah, too many connections. Yeah, it, it, it fucked him over. He went to jail, and he did all these interviews that we've been talking about. And um, like we said, he used cyanide a lot, which the cyanide gives you the, you know, the effects of a heart attack, um, and it's untraceable. Um, well, he ended, before he was supposed to go uh, testify against the crime boss, he ended up having a heart attack in yeah. jail. Um, yeah, so that, you know, it's debatable. As, it's as uh, old school Akazanosha stuff, you know, it's like, yeah, eh, you're gonna you gonna speak on this mob boss. You might have to just take a dirt nap, and yeah. maybe that's what happened. But he was old too. Yeah, he was a big dude. I mean, living that prison life too. Maybe he just maybe it was just a weird coincidence. But that's a real fucked it's, up coincidence. It's a real timely coincidence. Yeah. you know that yeah. needed to happen. But he you whatever. Know, you know, but like I said, he's debatable. I didn't mean to cut y'all. Okay. No, no, yeah, man, uh, he, he is is debatable about the the serial killing thing. Just yeah. the simple fact that he was. Hired, yeah. So he was a hired hand. He probably maybe he didn't, wouldn't have it killed anybody. But see, yeah. that's the thing. He, I think he would have. He would have got so angry at some point. He would snap. Some point in his life, if he'd have never, yeah, got tangled up in mob ties, he would have killed a couple. Oh people. wait, no, you I'm talking, we're totally, I'm totally wrong about something. He did kill people before he was part of the mob a little bit. That's why he was so good at it. Like, uh, there was a guy that was taking a piss. Or something. I don't think he was. He was supposed to kill him. I don't think. I think it was a the guy pissed him off or something. So he yeah, was yeah. That's the guy that he he yeah. he tied him up by his neck. That's what I'm saying, and, man, you yeah. start killing cats and stuff, and then you you have a an, you're going to be a killer. Yeah, you know. But he just happened to find a business to do that. Right. Yeah. You know. And and <sighs> killing's a business, and business is good. Oh man. yeah, man. As, as Richard Ramirez said, "Killing is killing, done for duty, profit, or fun." <laughs> well, that's just a line used in a yeah. Manson album. Uh, but uh, but yeah, there's so much more. But we could do a whole episode on Kuklinski, okay? Oh, yeah. We really could. It's and it might happen one day. It's yeah, interesting. Uh, so definitely go check out some of the interviews yeah. that guy. It will fucking seriously. You want to know everything you can about He's him. a strange cat. Yeah, but God, he, he was one hell of a motherfucker, dude. <laughs> uh, I guess my, my, my second one here. Yeah. Uh, is Mr. Edmund Kemper, which if any of you watch Mindhunter on Netflix, oh, yeah. uh, he's like the main fucking killer that, you know, is giving away all this information about killers because Edmund Kemper loved talking about his crimes. Yeah. Um, he would kill women that were going up and down the coast. Uh, he actually, he was, he was the co-ed killer. I'm pretty sure that's, that was what they called him, was the co-ed killer. Um, and even before then... He had killed before. Uh, when he was a young boy, he he was living with his grandparents, and he did something. And he got in trouble by his grandmother, uh, and he shot her. And then he saw his grandfather walking in the door, and he had and he he's like the only thing I could do was shoot him too. And then he went off to an asylum for a while. And while he was in this asylum, growing up in this fucking place, uh, they were getting ready to let him out, and he said. The only thing that, that that would help greatly is if you do not put me in the care of my mother. Another mother there, folks. You see the, how this works? Uh, but his mom and him did not get along. He didn't really like his mom very much. Um, she was a complete bitch. Uh, from everything I've heard out of his mouth and whatever, she was a complete bitch. And the state was like, okay, well, we're going to put you in the care of your mother. And he's like, I said, don't do that. And it ended up... Uh, he ended up fucking starting to fucking kill girls up and down the coast. Like I said, uh, he would kidnap them. It was it was a sexual thing for him too. He said 
a couple of times that's what it was. Like that was it was the rush of it. Uh, he he was a nervous wreck about it. If, like a lot of times, uh, there was one time where he stumbled and dropped the gun uh, when he was trying to get a girl, and then she ran out of the car. <laughs> like you know, like and Edmund Edmund is is another one of those like big guys too. Oh, he's real big. He's big, he's man. he's a very tall guy. Um, very big, big guy. Um, he's still alive. Yeah. Yeah, he's still alive right now. Uh, he was born in, uh, December 18th, 1948. I think that's what it says. I can't read my writing, folks. Sorry. You had to take notes sometimes. Um, but, uh, he, his, his whole fucking story is so weird, though. Because he would sever heads and do... Do uh, nasty things to those heads. Now, he was in the care of his mom. He lived with his mom. Again, they never got along. All this shit. He was killing girls on the side. He was also hanging out at cop bars. And he made friends with all these cops. Um, now, he would go and when he made friends with these cops, he would also hear these cops talk about certain cases. Ones that he was a part of. Right. He got the fucking first hand. Because nobody... You get the inside intel on your own case... And yeah, no one just had to avert the cops like immediately. Yeah, they're they're like getting drunk and and you know just telling random, maybe not in depth stuff, but enough to where he knew it was about him or the, you know the people he was killing. Cops are the worst about that. Oh, I've gotten drunk with a couple of cops that will sit there as drunk as they get. They'll tell you all kinds of shit you're not supposed to know. But I anyway. try not to hang out with cops, but it's bars and stuff that I've been to. But yeah, I'll pass. Yeah, I mean, I, I I prefer not to, but I've hung up like, I've heard, hung up a couple of ex cops who don't like the cops. I don't know, it's a whole weird situation, but it is kind of crazy how like they pretty much told him, gave him like everything he needed to know, and so he was able to get away with it for a while. Now he also used guns, like I said, he dropped his gun multiple times. I think uh, I think it was more than once because, like I said, he was a nervous wreck half the fucking time. Didn't know what he was doing. Um, sometimes didn't sometimes wondered why he was even bothering with it. Um, but he, where he was, um, a part of the state and he was still in, uh, you know, cause he lived with his mom stuff and he wasn't technically, he's a murderer. He wasn't allowed to have guns. Okay. And, uh, there was, a a report that was given that he had a certain type of gun. Well, he had, uh, the gun that he'd been killing people with was up, uh, was in his, I think it was, it was in his car. Um, and he was actually messing with it when the cops pulled up, but the gun they were looking for was not that gun. It was a hunting rifle and he went up and got it. And when he went up there, he's like, he was talking about one time that, you know, he was rummaging through the closet to get this gun. And there's these like, you know, uh, bowling ball, uh, bags with severed heads in them. Right. You know, uh, it's a fucked up situation. Now he got away, he, he got away with that. For the most part, because they didn't they didn't pick up with him being the killer because it wasn't the, you know the murder weapon or nothing, um, and well, like I said, Edmund Kemper and his mother did not get along. He finally got his revenge, and in the worst way, uh, Edmund Kemper killed his mom's friend and defiled and defiled her body. But when his mom got home. Not only to kill her, he cut off her head, and well, he did sexual favors to his mother's face, <laughs> um, and it wasn't just once; he did it multiple times. And I think at one point he used it as uh, 
like he would throw darts at it or something on his, but he put it like on his like night, like night pole in bed if I remember correctly. That's fucked up shit. And, and I, I, he called the cops if I remember correctly. He was the one that called the cops on himself or something. I, I'm a little fuzzy on that, but I think he was the one that actually was like, "Hey, I did this, and I told you, I, I told you what was going to happen. You all didn't listen to me." Um, but Edmund Kemper, like I said, he, he's still alive, and he is still more than willing to talk about his crimes. He yeah. loves talking about his crimes. At this point, I think it's just the attention or, you know, I mean, if you're just in prison all day and people know who you are and stuff, but it's like, you still want interaction with people, yeah. you know, outside in the world. So you get these reporters or you get cameraman, even just seeing different people, uh, you know, breaks the monotony. So I would, if I was going to be in there for life and I'm, I'm fucked up and Yeah. I mean, I guess I'd probably talk about it too if I, I don't know. I mean, it makes him an interesting person when his life to everybody else wasn't that interesting. Like, I think that's his whole thing is like, yeah. now. Yeah, now he's the the thing. Because I, 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 for him, or for me, I think it's it's totally just for attention. Oh, yeah. You know, it's not yeah. to like cathartic reasons or to try to like get people to understand or like. No, it's completely just like. Me, 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 me. Yeah, it's totally just self-serving. And so it's like, well... But it's still interesting just because of the crimes themselves. Yeah. Again, the the, the psyche to me, like how... He just looks like an old cop. Like, he just looks like a cop. Yeah. He, and then that's the funny thing is, though, is like... I think with him hanging out with all the cops for so much of the stuff, he started, like, that's what he's wanted to be like, I guess, in a way. Because, like, you watch him in interviews and stuff, which there's tons of them. Yeah. Um... Because, again, he talks a lot. Uh, he talks like a cop. Like something Very like, you know. procedural. Yeah, it's know? like watching an episode of Cops from, like, yeah. 1994. Like, yeah. you see those cops yeah. talking, and that's what it reminds me of. And he's a, he, he just, he just, he, I find him just intriguing, more or less, for, uh, well, the brutality of his crimes, as well as exactly, like, how far. But the thing is, though, is, like, his, his killings came to an end when he killed his mom. It's like the most fucked up revenge story. Oh, man. It's terrible. Like, oh, my God. Like, I, I, I had to put him on the list. But, yeah, go check out some of his interviews. He's very honest. Um, so, before we get to our, our, our last picks, um, we're going to take a little bit of a musical break here and play you a song by a band called Murder Junkies, a song called Danny Rowling. And we'll be right back.
Welcome back to Graveyard Talk. This is Chuck Nasty. This is Whitman. And we've been talking about serial killers um, and the ones that, uh, some of them that, that we find the most interesting. Favorites. I'm saying favorites, but whatever. He's saying favorites. I mean, I get so, it. So, you know, whatever. But anyway, yeah. A, a, intriguing characters. Yeah, yeah. I mean, say whatever you want to. I mean, favorite, <laughs> I guess. Favorite as in being intriguing, whatever. I don't know. Um, but uh, Can't root for the bad guys. I get it, but. <laughs> right, exactly. Um, but you, you get intrigued by them. Um, this, this, this next one, I'm going to, I'm going to go with one of my, my last choice here, uh, which I kind of gave a little bit of a, a clue with. Yeah, say we the had song. a little lead up there. Yeah. With, uh, uh, Gigi Allen's, uh, brother's band, Murder Junkies, um, song Danny Rowling. Uh, if you're not familiar with, with Danny Rowling, Danny Rowling was also known as the Gainesville, uh, Ripper, um, in Florida, obviously. Um, there's actually a whole mural um, that they have for all the victims. Uh, he he killed like like coeds and stuff. Like you know, uh, he was pretty brutal. He killed everyone with a knife. Um, he slaughtered these these girls. He he slaughtered. Let's see how many victims was it? Uh, eight total victims, and all of them. I think all of them were female except for one. It was a, I think it was a boyfriend that uh, him and his girlfriend were together, and he was, right. he had to be taken out, you know, the men, the mentality of a serial killer. There. Um, but one particular, like he 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 also did uh, engage in sexual activity with some of his victims, uh, not when they were just alive either. Necrophilic. He was he, he was a little yeah he was a little weird of a guy uh, he was kind of a weirdo. Um, one of the killings. A little bit of Ed Gein in him. Uh, yeah, there's a little, there's a little bit of Ed Gein in this. Uh, <laughs> it's a really fucked up story. Uh, he, well, one one of the most notable kills um, was when uh, he killed this girl uh, in this. I think it was a duplex, um, and he he uh, he had sex with her, cut off her head. Uh, and he had her sitting up on the bed to where she's like looking over, but the head was on the shelf looking at the body as the body was looking down at a big pool of blood. Um, very gruesome. I mean, that is, he, he did some pretty horrible fucking things. And the thing about, about this dude is that he was just a dork. I mean, he, he was just like a little, uh, what are you trying to say? Co- country boy. Uh, I read comic books and play D and D and shit. So well, no, I didn't say about that. I mean, what, what are you trying to say here now? No, 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 no. Uh, but he just was a guy that just was trying to be like a country singer and stuff. He would actually record country songs. Yeah. Okay. Cause I don't was, know much about this guy, folks. So this is basically a Chuck uh, description here. But yeah, um, I know only so much about this guy. But um, he is interested in the fact that he would go camping when he was like trying to go from you know, place to place and right. do his thing. He would wear a mask when he attacked. Um, but he would, uh, he would record himself playing guitar and singing. And they would send those recordings to the cops. What? And then. Singing uh, what? Just. Oh, his country stuff. Yeah. Wow. Just, just singing his, his country folk songs. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, I think Manson had better music. Right, Sin but, City. Yeah, yeah, but <laughs> but some of it. Look at your game girls going yeah. to. Um, 
some of it, I, it, I'd be interested to actually listen to all of it, but, uh, wow. Yeah. I had no idea about that. Yeah. He was, he was a weirder man. Um, when he was in court and they were, uh, he was giving his last, uh, statement, I guess, or whatever. And he wanted to address the court. Yeah. And he, in the video, because you see the video of this on YouTube, uh, which I'm going to go check this out. Cause he told me about this. Yeah. It's pretty interesting, but he, uh, He's, he looks over at his lawyer. He's wearing, you know, a, a red jumpsuit. And he looks over at his, his lawyer, and he kind of smiles. And the judge was like, are you, you know, are you wanting to say anything? He's like, yeah, I want to address the court. He's like, yeah, you can. You can say it. He's like, all right. He's like, so I can say anything? He's like, yeah, go ahead. And he starts singing. Uh, I can't tell if he's singing to his wife or something, but he's, like, singing to this woman that's standing over in like the corner where like, and she's just like gripping this necklace, like kind of grinning, but also embarrassed. So I couldn't tell who really who he was, he was singing to. Right. But about three, like less than three minutes, like into it, they, uh, they start to Mr. Mr. Rowan, Mr. Rowan. Can you, and he just keeps singing about like the, <laughs> the first time I met you. And it's just so cringy to wow. watch this fucking thing. But it's interesting. Cause it's like, this wow. guy actually is trying to be, he just want to be a country music star. Yeah, I mean, yeah, no, he was he was a complete he he was a complete fucking weirdo. Talk about somebody who had psychological issues. Well, right, when you've killed much people, and your last like statement in court is some song that you're just like belting. I what the hell is yeah. that about, <laughs> man? Uh, yeah, I gotta look into this guy because I didn't know who he was till today. So. He's a he's the reason um, why Scream, the okay. movie Scream, was. Uh, All right was made because he was the biggest influence. Now, it's loosely based. The idea that he was killing, like, teenagers and stuff, and and he wore a mask and all that, yeah. and just the very, like, the scenario of certain things. That's that's what what gave... Uh, was it Wes Craven that wrote Scream? Yeah. Or he just directed it. He wrote it, too. Yeah. Right? That's what I thought. It's all him, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah. It's pretty interesting. A lot of people don't realize that. Yeah, the more you know. Yeah, and... Uh, PSA, folks. Yeah, and Danny Rowling uh, actually was... Uh, Killed by lethal injection. Couldn't have happened to a nicer guy. <laughs> he uh, he he did he he's <laughs> one that it really does go to show that like somebody that doesn't look like they could do something as as heinous as something like they can. Oh uh, well, in a couple like there's Gein, a couple again. Yeah, you know, like okay, Kuklinski, He looks like a big menacing guy. That you know what fucking eyes, man. He's just a big tall guy. He's you know yeah. But like Gene, Okay, looks like your grandpa or your uncle. This guy just looks like some, you know, just some rando that you would see. Yeah. But, yeah, man. Yeah, like it's, it, I don't know, but he, uh, he did some really horrible shit. I mean, like I said a minute ago about what he did and, uh, you know, to that girl, you know, he, he deserved every bit of his, of his execution. Oh, I, of I think, I think he probably deserved, yeah, yeah. I think he probably deserved worse than lethal injection. Oh, yeah, that's the easy way out, man. You know, it's yeah. like you, you are brutally like killing these people. And you get a uh, you get a fucking alcohol swab. Yeah, you get an alcohol swab. Those last like, minute infections. It's like I don't know, from a you know religious standpoint, maybe don't judge people, or whatever. But to me, it's like man, you get off easy. No, completely. You know, it's like I don't know what you do to people like that. I, it's it, I don't know. Feed them to hungry rats. I don't know what you do, but it seems like we Hostage. can put those people to work. I don't know, man. It seems like a worse thing would be just to turn them into like slave labor. Yeah. You know, more than it is. It's just like, okay, if you got the death penalty, you're going to just like... 
Some people are on de- uh, like on death row, like sit there for years. I know, and they and the thing our, is, our like penal system is so fucked. They, yeah, just all around, like the way it grades people. Like you can be in, in jail for like having weed, and then like I, I don't know. It's just like there's so many discrepancies. Yeah, you know, it's like you might get a possession charge, or you may be in there for like five years over like a weed charge. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, you know, or it's like. I don't know. We just have such a weird discrepancy on our. our well, somebody goes to fucking goes to fucking prison for weed, you know, or yeah. something of that nature, and they're having to sit in these shitty fucking cells and shitty fucking conditions yeah. and all that stuff. While you have like serial killers sitting on death row for like seven years in a row, like with their own fucking TV, yeah, fucking like eating fucking pizza, like just getting it's anything they want. Weird man, the way that we've set that up, and uh, yeah, like what the fuck is that shit? Well, you know. Prison is a business, and that's a whole different issue that we can cover in a in an episode. But yeah, you know, it's when prisons became privatized. They are business. I mean, you know. So oh yeah. At this point, oh, man, it's just fuck. But anyway, that's off. off yeah, that's, that's getting off killer. That's getting. Yeah, and and also something else that, that I learned watching uh, uh, watching this YouTube channel called Grim Life Collective. Uh, they go to different places and like. Uh, uh, you know, murder scenes and, and uh, movie locations and stuff. Yeah. And they did an episode where they were, they were going on on the di- different places Danny Rowling killed. And uh, and they also did one on Ted Bundy as well. And um, uh, they showed Danny Rowling's, uh, in, the, in, the, in the cemetery that him and Ted Bundy are in um, is over at the, the prison they were killed at. I can't remember. They, there's yeah. a lot. They have a prison yard that is just for inmates that nobody wants their fucking bodies. Right. And Danny Rowling's actually has no, like, it's just a stump. Like, it's just, it, it, it's a, it's like concrete, but like the name's all scratched off on it and all kinds of shit. And uh, it pretty much, the only reason they know that that's his grave still is because everything's in alph- alphabetical order and like who died in what year. Right. And what day and stuff. And that's how they, so he's, he's just a number in the ground. So it's, you know, so, Danny Rowling, interesting character. Like, uh, Burning in hell if there is one. Oh, he definitely is. He definitely is. <laughs> if there is, he's there. Yeah, completely. Uh, now, All right. is, 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 is one that's that, that we're both equal on this one in a lot of ways, too. This is, uh, yeah, he's pretty prolific to me. There was, uh, I can't remember if COVID has stopped it, but there was talks of Caprio, DiCaprio being the, the main guy yeah. in this movie. Uh, and it's the original Triple H folks, H.H. Uh, H. Holmes. And he's went by the King of Kings, right? <laughs> no, that's horrible. <laughs> the original Triple H, but this is uh, this guy's from uh, May 1861 to May 1896. Um, so not that. I mean, he's only 30, 35. Oh God! So he's like yeah, right. Man, he's my exactly, yeah. Man, you know, but I'm thirty six now. He's yeah. So, but anyway, uh, this guy. <sighs> Where do you even start? I don't know. Uh, well, all right, we'll get to his numbers at least. Okay, so it's nine confirmed. Yeah. 27 that he was con- he confessed to, and, but it's suspected that there is uh, maybe up to 200. So, uh, where do we start? Uh, basically, he had a murder hotel. This is what American Horror Story uh, Hotel Cortez is kind of loosely yeah. based on. Yeah. Um, he just had, he had, uh, it was basically a block of a hotel. 
and <laughs> he uh, Chuck has to step away for two seconds. Keep talking. I don't know what's happening here, but I'll tell you in a second. We're we're solo in here, but anyway. So H.H. Uh, H. Holmes, he had uh, this hotel, different torture chambers, I guess. Uh, there was rooms where he would suffocate people. He would uh, uh, poison different people, and where he could watch through the door. Just all this really. Uh, elaborate I guess and like shoots for the body so like you have this room somebody's dead you don't even have to you have like easy cleanup you have a body shoot for the uh, incinerator down the basement the bodies can burn up like he had everything figured out you know so I was talking a little bit about the rooms like he would suffocate people he yeah. would do all these different things and be able to watch each them. room was a totally different that's like, what I'm saying yeah. he had like it was just a uh like a fun house of murder, basically, like a torture chamber or whatever. I mean, torture house. Yeah, you know, so these rooms just had different different things, whatever, and body shoots. I said, easy cleanup. Yeah. I mean, it was just like he, I don't know, he had all the maps already planned. Like, it was, uh, I don't know how this started or, I don't know. Money. Money. It was money. His, his main motivator was money and all this. Yeah. He, I think it, I think in a lot of ways he got a complete kick out of out of the fact that he would because I could see him being the kind of guy that when he would make a new room with a new way to kill he would get like ah, there it is right and would like be like excited like somebody who just built like I don't know like a fucking matchbox car or something I don't know like and be like oh yes I finally did that and like it, yeah. yeah and and it's like uh, you're gonna kill innocent people and take their money like okay. Yeah. He was he, he he was to me though it makes him more than just greedy because like there was eye holes and things and like where he was could, creepy or he could listen to him like screaming and oh you know, yeah it's like he wanted to know they were dying he wasn't just killing them for the money yeah I mean he was but it's just like he wanted to know they were dying he wanted to experience them dying yeah you know so it's like man. What? He was a scammer all over the place. Too. Yeah, before he finally had all came. kinds of schemes and just like and different names. Yeah, oh, he has all kinds of monikers: Henry Gordon, Alexander Bond, O.C. Pratt, and he's got nicknames: Doctor Death, uh, Torture Doctor, the Arch Fiend. Like he has a bunch of real monikers and a bunch of nicknames too. It's like, yeah, he's all over the place. He he uh, he was also. Uh, he he went to I think I don't know if he ever actually became an actual doctor. I think he actually I think that was a scam too. Well, he actually what he went to college for it. Right. I don't think that. But was I don't. Ever. I think he got kicked out. Yeah. And then he went on saying that he was a doctor. Yeah. And that was his whole thing. And everybody was like, "Oh, he's just a doctor. That's why he has all this money and all this shit." Yeah. And he didn't start realizing that people that would go into his like hotel and shit wouldn't come back out. Right. And then he has their clothes to sell, their money that's in the wallet. Mm-hmm. You know, we're at the time in the, uh, you know, uh, uh, we're in the late 1800s, you know, when he's doing this stuff. So it's like, there wasn't, they weren't taking fingerprints and there wasn't. Yeah, there the wasn't the, forensics. You know, there like wasn't a forensics yeah. unit or like a, the way the police work now. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, there were cops, but it's like, I mean, the, you're you're doing this stuff for ten years before anybody even well, cares to notice. Well, we're talking about that time period, you know, because yeah. he was the he was the kind of guy that wore like almost the little, a turn of century when he died. Yeah, he wore the little like you know little black little hats. hats. He had the big giant mustache. Um, he uh, 
uh, you know, he, he always made sure he was, you know, his appearance was... He looked was, like every other sharp-dressed dude that you've yeah. seen in pictures of that time period. Yeah. Like, if you didn't know he was a killer, you'd line him up with, like, Wyatt Earp or whoever else, you know, like, that kind of dressed the same. You wouldn't know. He's just some, like, dude that wanted to wear a suit and a, tie, and a you know... Yeah, it was very important to him to be the other kid. He wanted yeah. to be That's what I'm saying. He looked higher like, class. Yeah, he wanted yeah. to look like that doctor part. So no way ever questioned him. And it's it's true in life for most things. If you look like you're supposed to be there, yeah, and you act like what you're doing is right, close make the man. Yeah, most people aren't going to question you. Yeah, you know, it's like, well, he looks like he's got money and he's got money and he says he's a doctor, so he probably is. Yeah, and nobody like, ever questions yeah. it. You know, it's like, well, if you look like this and you act like this and you talk like it, you probably are. Yeah, well, if it looks like a duck and walks like a duck, that's probably. And if a duck. you're not, well, you're fooling everybody, so that's well, yeah, whatever. I mean, he, he had, I mean, honestly, when it came down to it, for especially that time period, he had so much, uh, I don't know, he, 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 he was, he was very uh, methodic. Yeah, man. And well thought out with everything, which is why he kept, he kept doing what he, he, he was doing for so long. And like I said, the time period, the cops at that time, like you know, like I said, there wasn't forensic stuff. And a lot of yeah. time, it was like in the old movies, cops with the big fucking goofy hats would come uh, snooping around for a second to look around. They no walk dead out. bodies or anything. We so don't see them, so we're going. Yeah. You know, and because you know, he would show them all his papers, because he had all kinds of false uh, papers, all kinds of shit. There's also... So, to me, he's another, like I keep saying it, but it's the Red Dragon effect. You know, once you do... He has got this system. Once he has done it a few times, he gets better at it. Right. So his credentials look better. His suits match the the time he's, you know, everything appears right. He stays, he gets better at doing these awful things that he's doing. And it just, it makes him better at it. It's like anything else. If you lift weights all day, you're going to get stronger and more efficient at it. Right. If you kill people over and over again, you're going to get more efficient and better at it. Yeah. Just by the nature of doing it repeatedly you get better at it yeah so it's like it's it's wild that if, he, you know and he's a smart guy to begin with oh completely so if you want to if you want a really good uh if you want to see a really good portrayal of a character based around him watch american horror story uh hotel because the main guy in it is based yeah. off him yeah um and I, that's kind of how I see how he was in a little bit of a way. I think it's a quirkier version of him, I guess. Yeah. But I think that's, I mean, that's what It's what they were going for, too. The whole Hotel Cortez with all its different rooms and all. If you haven't seen American Horror Story, it's a pretty good season. Um, yeah, there's you know, only there's a couple different seasons. Rooms and different things. But. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's, 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 it's an interesting story. And also, um, going back to what you said about the idea that, you know, the movie being made. Uh, there was there was talks of Martin Scorsese making. I don't know Scorsese, but that'd uh, be crazy. I'm pretty sure it is, and he was going to get uh, Leonardo DiCaprio to play uh, uh, Triple H, as you refer to him as the game. Um, yeah, Jesus, no, not the right one. Um, and he, uh, I, I think he really would look the part. I think he would do a good job. Yeah, for man, him. I, I think he would really fit though. He I, could do it, and DiCaprio. I used to not be a fan, but. I mean, he's an actor, man. Like he's been knocking it out of the park. I watched for The a Departed. When I watched The Departed, I became a fan. Well, also the, Scorsese. Departed, yeah, and uh, Django to me. Mm-hmm. You know, seeing and he plays a crazy character in that. But it's just like you've evolved such as 
you know, you can do all kinds of good shit. Like you're, you can be shit. an action dude. You can be the the fucking love boat for the girls you're or whatever. Right. But you can be Go like, check. yeah, you can be like an intense character. Yeah, you know, it's like a male. He fucking busted his hand open on Django Unchained and kept the fucking scene going, going. Yeah, hand bleeding and shit, and it just wiped like, blood all over that chick's face. Yeah, and her real reaction of being horrified was real. Right, was real it's like, dude, that goes beyond method acting when your hand is cut up and you're just like so into character and you're wiping on this girl's face and you just never drop character. It's like, whoa, dude, you are intense. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that. I, I appreciate him as an actor. So I think he, I think he do a good job. But yeah, but anyway, yeah, we're. Yeah, so uh, something else that that, that I, I definitely have to add when it comes to to H. H. Holmes is the fact that, um, well, like what what was his his Mudget, his actual name? Uh, right now I can't remember what his name is. Herman Mudget. I should wrote it down. I'm pretty sure it yeah, was Herman Mudget. Not even close to what. <laughs> right? Yeah, he he completely uh, he yeah he changed his whole name multiple times, but that was the one yeah. that he's you know. Um, but also something that's actually interesting and you might know about this a little bit uh, there is possible connections to a couple of other famous murders that happened through history um, one there's a I, I don't know because I've watched a whole documentary like thing about this shit dude I got one to chime in on too and yes. they talk about the Villisca murder house in Iowa oh okay I think, it's, I think it's Iowa and uh, they think there's there's a there's a there's an idea a possibility that H.H. Uh, H. Holmes had been passing through and uh, had killed this family yeah. with the axe. If you know anything about the the the, the Villisca murder axe house, it's a very fucked up, sad, haunting story. It's terrifying. It's, it's yeah. There's all kinds of you can watch YouTube videos of people staying there. You could stay there. We could stay there. Uh, for like yeah for it's, it's only like a hundred bucks like a night I think that's good right, one, wouldn't I hang out there I would that'd be fucked up yeah see what happens there we'd be, we'd be doing podcasts from there uh, it would go live no yeah, um, but uh, yeah there's a, there's that possibility and also the fact that and you this is what you might be getting ready to say is the fact that there's a there's a lot of evidence that might actually point to him being Jack the Ripper okay yeah right Okay, because uh, me and, and Jupiter watched up. this yeah. this documentary about this. Uh, like I said, she was gonna be here. She's at work. She likes. Uh, she's interested in serial killers, true crime, you know, a lot of this stuff. So we want some. This won't about. be. This won't be the last episode we do about. Oh killers. right, she's the one that told me about this Ramirez show before Chuck here. Um, so we watched this show about H. H. Holmes, and it was the trying. The whole documentary was about bridging the gap between him and Jack the Ripper. Yeah, you know, like he was. Not seen in the U.S. in like a a few years, the Jack the Ripper was fairly prolific, and yeah. like the few little like the people seeing this person walking away in H in uh, what's the the square where he killed people? Whitechapel. White yeah, Whitechapel. Okay, you know people seen walking away of somebody with a mustache and a hat. Like, yeah, but everybody had a mustache and a hat. But anyway, so this documentary was a little suspect, but there is at least. There's a couple of good connections. There, there is some weird and very strong connections that he could have, uh, or at least inspired and been around Jack the Ripper. Yeah. So uh, just for that, I think I mean, he's got so much lore. Like you said, he could be tied to that that house in Iowa. He might be Jack the Ripper. So like this guy might be the most prolific killer. Like, I mean, if he has two different names, like I mean, if he has. 
Yeah, he's known as two different serial, serial killers. killers. Holy shit, man. You know, and you're one yeah. dude. I mean, you're up in like Stalin's category or like Hitler or something. I mean, you've killed a fucking shit thousand ton. people. Yeah. You know, it's... Uh, well, I mean, considering, considering the fact, I mean, look at all the different aspects of it. You've got the things. One of the possibilities of Jack the Ripper being one of the, the, the people they thought it was was a doctor. Yeah. H.H. Well, H. Holmes was a doctor. Pre- uh, precision cuts and like surgical knowledge and like all those different things. Yeah, so it made sense for that. Um, also, like you said, the time period that he wasn't seen in the U.S. There's yeah, just a few years that that do overlap, and uh, it's just like, well, maybe. Also, also how the supposed Ripper, whenever there was witnesses, uh, he was uh, you know kind of carried himself well, whatever the fuck, and. That was a big thing with H.H. Yeah. Holmes. So, I mean, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, it's, it's something, it's, it's we, fun to we think We gave, that, that documentary we watched was kind of suspect. Like I said, we were like, I don't know. Yeah. But I looked into it a little bit, and there is some connections, you know, there's some weird uh, connectors that's just like, that's going to be a weird mystery in history because nobody, not, uh, Jack the Ripper's always going to be that, that mystery. Like until They'll never we, officially know. Until we get the time machine and somebody goes back there to catch him. Yeah. We're not gonna know, right? And then we're gonna be like, "Holy shit, it's triple, it's triple X." But, but they, there was also there was papers or something. I'm pretty sure it was papers that after they they got Holmes, they found that were like dated a certain date in Whitechapel, or from that area in that time period or near there when that when that shit was going on. So I mean, but that's that. There's just <clears throat> you know, it's kind of it's kind of crazy to think yeah. about, man. It really is. It's Jack the Ripper. We'll we'll have to do at some point in time. That would be a. I've been ripper to death, but we got to cover him. Yeah, it's it's one of the most interesting ones. I mean, really. I mean, come on. Yeah, but there's just been so much. I know. I mean, if you honestly want to like, I mean, go watch from hell. Well, right. That's you know, or go read the go go watch the movie and read the fucking graphic novel it came from. Yeah, that's good. It's definitely good. Um, but yeah, I H H Holmes. He he's an interesting story because of all this weird to me. He's one of just, I don't know, because you're not ever going to know how many people, who all he was connected to. He did, like, I mean, he faked his way into all these kind of inner circles as far as, like, in society. I mean, if everybody thinks you're a doctor and you can kind of go to these higher up places, it's like, you might have had all kinds of weird connections and we're never going to know. Yeah. You know, I don't know. It's it's interesting to me. Yeah, it is. It definitely is. And I really hope that they end up making that movie or finishing it or something. Oh yeah, DiCaprio. Yeah, get it. Yeah. <laughs> if you know him, let let him know. You know, somebody hears <laughs> you know knows DiCaprio and Scorsese. Make it make it work. Yeah, good, good for sure. <laughs> but there's, I mean, and honestly, there's there's so many different things when it comes down to, to Holmes, the way that people, the, people, the way he killed people and all that shit. Um, Prolific. Yeah, Crazy, yeah, craziness. Go look that shit up um, if you're into this kind of nonsense, because um, it is interesting. It is kind of, it's sad, you know. Oh well, that's not. Yeah, hopefully people know we're not taking that, and you know, all these people are terrible people. Yeah, you know, it's not. This is not a pro uh, serial killer uh, endorsement or anything, you know. But it's interesting the way a human mind can get distorted, get warped into into creating these monsters, these things that are barely recognizable as humans. Yeah. You know, it's like if they weren't wearing human skin, we would think they were demons or whatever. It's not like. Right. 
and how does a person get that way? Yeah. You know, it's like, how do you become, because everybody's had rough lives. Everybody's had some shit to happen to them that ha- has changed them forever in a bad way. Yeah. You know, yeah, has, has these scars, has these bad streaks. And it's like, but not everybody's a serial killer. Not everybody's a monster. Yeah. You, you know, the human mind can overcome those awful things too. So it's like, why have these people completely let go? And I mean, just turned into a, a creature, you know, it's like, to, that's why I got arrested in stuff in high school, like true crime stuff and murderers and serial killers and just like cult leaders too, a little bit. And like, yeah, how can the human mind become so changed? Yeah. You know, completely to like an animal. Almost. I don't know. But still be so smart. I mean, like Kemper and all these people, you still have the human capacity to talk, to reason things out. You're not just, you're not killing that guy next to you. You're not, you're eating food next to him you're in prison you're not like yeah you're not an uncontrollable like tornado of just you know like it's 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 definitely I don't like know, it's, from a psychology student like from a sociology i don't know all these different things it's really got me it's 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 interesting yeah i mean we've we've, we've discussed our our weird little in, in, intrigue for serial killers on, on other shows too and whatnot. oh yeah and you know it i think if you're into horror movies at all You've at least dabbled into like true crime and serial killer stuff. Oh yeah, you know, and maybe it's the other way around. Maybe you like more true crime shit. You like, uh, you know, robberies and and documentaries on just every, you know, I don't know. But if you're into horror movies at all, you've probably seen. Well, you've watched Gacy or you've watched Dahmer. Yeah, these horror movies based on real people. Yeah. So at some point, you've been exposed to these people. You're aware. Yeah, you know. You're so aware. it's like, well, they're. They are in the horror world. They've made movies about them, not just documentaries. This Leatherface and Buffalo Bill and all these people. So it's like, I don't know. It intrigues me that a, a real person has created these monsters on screen too. Yeah, truth. You know, it's like, well, it was close enough of a real person to make Leatherface and Buffalo Bill. Yeah, kinda. I mean, yeah, they 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 changed the Ed Gein to Leatherface was not the same, but it's like living in a farmhouse. Weird mom obsession, skin people, that's real. Holy shit. Yeah. You know, it's like, it intrigued me from a young age. No, definitely. I mean, I, I've, it, it's, it's, it's all intriguing. It's kind of when you start out into horror stuff, you get into like the movies and then you get into like the real shit. Yeah. And like getting intrigued about like what actually goes on. Oh, know? yeah. What are the stories behind these movies that came out? Yeah. You know? Oh, also, we forgot to mention, H.H. Uh, H. Holmes was uh, apprehended oh, yeah. and hung. Yeah, and hung. Uh, he didn't, he, didn't he say something crazy before they hung him? Like, he had something he was talking about, like, I don't know. Probably telling everybody he was Jack the Ripper. But. Uh, yeah, right. No, there was... <laughs> I there, lived in Whitechapel. Ah. Yeah, yeah. Now I'm dead. You'll never know the truth. Fuck uh, you. Yeah. Uh, but there was, there was something where he was, he wrote something or he said something before he died. That was like, had to do with him being the devil and he had the devil in him and shit like that. Oh, there is a weird quote of his. I think yeah. it was just written. I don't know if he said it, but <sighs> the devil was inside of me or something. Something along those lines. Yeah, it's like being possessed basically is what yeah. it boiled down to. Which I, I wish that, I, that was probably a cop out. <laughs> like he was just trying to, he was trying to save his own ass, probably. Well, maybe not possessed like how we think of a horror movie possessed, but maybe... I mean, he had some mental affliction that he knew he was messed up. He did you know, it. 
Well, and just didn't know how, you know, he ran with it, whatever. But in that note, it's like, hey, I've got the devil in me. It's really like I'm schizophrenic or I'm, uh, you know, whatever and can't control my urges. You know, it's like today he might have got medication and just been like, you know, maybe. feel like killing people. Yeah. I'm I'm one with the world. Right. Maybe they just give him a high dose of lithium and he just sits in a room all day or whatever. But. Maybe not possessed or a devil like what, you know, from hell. But yeah. maybe, you know, maybe he had the devil in him. Maybe he was possessed. Whatever. But he he was. He said something. I can't remember the exact word. Yeah, like it was. It was, it was fucking around. crazy. Yeah, yeah. Like he just. I don't know. And if if all the rumors are true, if he is indeed Jack the Ripper and the killer from the murder house, if any of them are true, um. Right. Not like, just, I mean, if, if like one of those rumors is true, it's like, holy shit, this guy's, he needs to be studied more somehow. Yeah. Like find any records of anything. I mean, there was a, a book that I actually read um, years ago and it was talking about going back to the Jack the Ripper thing. And I can't remember the, the woman that wrote it. She writes mystery novels and shit. Uh, but she went and did a bunch of research and shit about Jack the Ripper and trying to, and, and she, she was pretty sure she figured out who, who, who he was. I don't remember, I can't remember if I ever finished that book or not, but it was, it was interesting. I don't know if they ever mentioned H.H. Holmes and all that though, but I, that was actually way before like that all the other evidence came out. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. It's like a mirror we watched, uh, was not too long ago. I mean, it was like, I don't know, a couple know. months ago or something, you know, we'll have to check it out then. Let's see. Yeah, I mean, it's a lot of same, same stuff you know about yeah. Jack the Ripper, but they do, some of it may be a stretch, but some of it seems pretty right on, so. Word. All right, so there you have it. Yeah, our first serial killer episode, folks. Yeah, first official serial killer episode. Look at us, we're growing. <laughs> um, do, you, uh, do you have anything you want to throw out there, Whitman? What have you been doing? What's What's been going uh, on? Yeah, we, we've been working on, we got some more supplies in for that Lady Pinhead shoot. I think I was mentioning last time we did a, an episode uh, for with Jupiter Jazz. We got the bog cap in, and we're working on how to make the nails work. But So those pictures will be up pretty soon. I don't know, in the next month or so. Uh, that's about it. I've been working on it right now. We've been iced up and COVID still, really. So it's like... yeah. Not too much been moving. Yeah. That's why, again, it goes back to why it took so long for us to actually get another episode in here. Um, I have, uh, hell, we've been, we haven't been doing much the last couple of weeks. There's been something going on. Yeah. Band wise. So, yeah, this guy's had band stuff and, uh, I've just been iced up and, uh, yeah. And we've, we've, we've been trying to record this, uh, this sequel of Bitterroot and get it out there. We've got the single for it. Some things in the bloodshed that you can find on Spotify and Bandcamp and a few other places, but those are the most important uh, ones I can think of at the moment. Uh, we also have our, our live stream uh, that we did. It's also an audio format, uh, and you can purchase that on Bandcamp, or you can just go check it out on YouTube if you happen to come across it. It's on there, too, and the videos are on there as well. That's, Yeah. That's pretty much about it. I've just been doing a lot of writing. Yeah. So. Yeah, I got my first script done. So I got that uh, yeah. emailed to our, uh, uh, what do you say, benefactor, Mr. Romero here. <laughs> I emailed it to him. So maybe, uh, yeah, I got that done finally. I've been putting that off and dragging my feet. 
Uh, it's going to be a weird uh, samurai horror flick short film. If I can get somebody to make it, I just want to write it. So anybody out there wants to make a samurai horror film, uh, yeah, hit me up. I already got the script ready. So there you go. There you go. <laughs> I did get that done while we've been iced up. I, I've been writing a lot too, reading a lot. I've been working on my anthology, Go to Hell. I'm on the fourth story. All right. So, working on that. Trying to get productive while we've been snowed in. Yeah. Staying creative. Yeah. That's the way to be. Trying to be. Yeah. Uh, With that being said, folks, uh, have a good rest of your evening. And uh, you'll be hearing from me. You'll be hearing from Whitman. Yeah. You'll hear from us. Talk to you later. Have a good one. Could I address the court? I recall the day I first saw you. I reached out to say. I love you, but it was hard to say I couldn't touch you, and all you want to be deep or shallow. Okay, excuse me, Mr. Rollins. Down Mr. the path Rollins. you choose Mr. Rollins. to follow. Mr. Rollins. Tell me, baby, 